Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Today's Amor Maseches Brachas is Yud Tesmud Beis 19b, and we're starting the top line, Tanu Abanan. We're going to have two sections in today's learning. The first deals with the continued exemptions, really continuing from yesterday. People that are involved with the funeral or the mourners, how they're put from Krishma. And then the second section we're going to deal today is a fascinating sugya that talks about how Kovara Brios, the uh, idea of personal dignity, certain times could override certain things, could not override certain things. So we'll get into that. It's a fascinating topic as well. So Tanar Abanan says the Brisa. Right, we said in the Mishnah, actually, really we begin, right, it's the top first words, is Ha'imdin Bishura. We had said in the Mishnah, those who were standing in the row, so it depended on location, where they were standing to be Chayev or Pater. So the Brisa elaborates and says like this, Tanarabanan, Shura Raya Penima Petura. So you have the rows of people surrounding the mourners and giving them comfort. So those who could see inside, so Rashi learns, meaning the first row, Pashat or Pater, because they're talking to the mourner, they're comforting, they're actively involved in the mitzvah. The second row could also see inside. They could look between the people in front of them. So they're also pata from Krishma. Those who can't see inside, let's see the third row and on. So those people can't see, they can't converse with the mourners. Rabbi Huda adds another point, which is, Those people who come to the funeral to participate, to comfort the mourners, so to engage in the mitzvah, they're pata in Krishma. Machmas atzman chayavim. Those who come for themselves are chayav. So Rashi explains, some people just want to come see what's going on. They're curious. They want to see the hak. Those people are chayav in Krishma because they're not coming for the mitzvah's sake and there's no p'tur. Mela, they're going to be chayav. Now, Omer Vyudo Marav, let's move on to the second section now. The Gemara tells us now a very significant point and we're going to challenge this with five rayas. So, Omer Vyudo Marav. Someone's walking outside in front of thousands of people, it could be. And he finds kilayim in his garment, mixed uh, cl- uh, garments, mixed materials, wool linen. Paishtan afilu b'shuk. He would have to take it off even in the market. My time, but what's the reason? Ein chachma ve'ein tfuna ve'ein eitz l'neged Hashem. Pasuk There's no wisdom. There's no intellect. There's no advice. Opposite Hashem. And from this we deduce. Kolmakam sheyesh chel Hashem ein cholkin kavod l'rav. Wherever there's chel Hashem, you can't appropriate, you can't give honor to the Rav. So in this case, the way we're utilizing it, that's actually in the usage elsewhere is if a Rebbe paskins the wrong thing and it's an appropriate situation, the Talmud can't be quiet. He has to actually say something. But in regards to here, if there, a person would perform an Isser Deiraisa, and as we'll go through the sugya, we'll see an active Isser Deiraisa, as opposed to Sheva Altasa, we'll see the distinction. On the other hand, there's a Kovar Abrius. He's going to be personally undignified by taking off his clothing. He has to become personally undignified. We disregard his own cheshbonos, his own personal dignity, and he has to make sure he's not doing that is to so he has to strip naked even by shuk from this garment. Wait, That's the psak. So the Mufarshim seemed to say, as you see from this, even an Avera Beseser, would constitute Chilol Hashem as well, which also ties into the Mishnah in Perkei Yavas, actually, that says that there's also an issue of Chilol Hashem in private, of performance of Averas in private, too. It's a desecration to Hashem. The Avera is a desecration to Hashem. It's a, it's a point, right? 
So that's the point. You'd have to take it off. Now the Gemara is going to bring five rayas trying to challenge this idea. We're saying it when there's an Isser Dairaisa versus Kavad Abrius, you disregard Kavad Abrius, personal dignity, and you make sure you don't perform that Avera. So let's go to the first raya, Mesevei. Question from the Brisa. Let's see. Proof number one. It says, and this is why it ties into our sugya. So what happened was they buried the dead body, and then they returned. It means they were going back to the place where they would perform the rest of the rituals. In front of them, there's two paths. One path is Tahar, and the other one's Tameya. At this point, we're thinking there's dead bodies there. It means there's real Tomas Mace there. If the mourner goes through the Tahor path, the accompanying people go with him. If he goes in the Tame path, let's say with dead bodies, where there's going to be Tomas Mace, they're also allowed to follow along with him in his honor. And the implication here is, even if one of the accompanying people is a Kayan, even if he's a Kayan, he can walk through the Tame path to do the mitzvah of accompanying the mourner in his honor because of Kavad Abrios. Says the Gemara, Amai, why is that? You shouldn't be allowed to override the Isser Dairaisa of a, of a coin becoming Tomei for this Kavad Abrius. Elamat must be, you could override an Isser Dairaisa for Kavad Abrius. So the Gemara answers, it's not talking about a field that has the Isser Dairaisa Toma. Ter Gemara Abba, Rabbi Abba explained it's talking about the Besa Pras It's an area that's called the Besa Pras. Pras literally means part or broken fragments. Mm-hmm. What is a base process? It's an area that there was a kever that was plowed over. Mm-hmm. And usually the plow, uh, plow instruments right. don't reach, they won't even reach the bodies. So really there shouldn't be any concern that there's been bone fragments scattered. The Rabbanan Rechayshish, perhaps, in this area, and a hundred amas around actually, little fragments of bones might have been scattered. And even those fragments of bone, if it's not etzim kisa'ira, barley corn size, it's not a... However, they were geyser. This area is going to be tummy drabonan with maga and masa because if there is etzem kasa oira, it could contaminate somebody through touching or carrying. Mela, this is an iser drabonan. It's a chashash drabonan. Cohen shouldn't generally walk there. But, uh, but therefore, in a scenario like this, for kavod abrios, you can override the iser drabonan like hey mamru hey mamru. They relax the iser drabonan. But a dairaisa certainly wouldn't be able to relax. How do we know that they were lenient regarding a Beis Pras? Because you have two rayas. Rashi learns this is talking about a person who was going to do Korban Pesach. You're allowed to blow. Like literally just analyze, make sure there's nothing there. Yeah, and then walk. If it's, again, Rashi learns it's where you're going to bring a Korban Pesach. That's what Rashi says over here. One second. Um, is Pesach, exactly, to do Korban Pesach. So you see, we're lenient. And secondly, that if it's been trampled already, you could be lenient altogether and say it's tar. So you see, clearly, we're not talking about Isra Dairaisa. Isra you could be lenient, but not necessarily by Isra Dairaisa. Would the concept of Kovod Abrius override? Let's go to the second Raya now. Toshma, another Raya. The Brisa says, Dom Rabbi Elazar Bar Tzadok. Rabbi Elazar Bar Tzadok was a Kayan, and he said, Medalgen ha'yinu al-gabi ha'roinah shal meisim likras malchei Yisrael. Famous Memra. We used to skip over the uh, coffins of the dead people to greet Jewish kings. V'loi likras malchei Yisrael bovad amru. Not only regarding Jewish kings, ala'afil likras malchei akum, even to greet non-Jewish kings. 
And what was the reason? Because if a person merits to see in the times of Mashiach the glory of the Jewish people and Melech HaMashiach, he'll be able to distinguish between the glory of the people of this world and then that future glory. But the point is, Amai asks the Gemara, Yeah, they want to give honor to the kings, but how can they override an Isser Dairaisa of going over being Mahil? Uh, passing over the dead body, he's a Kayan. How could he do that? It must be. Kavadabrias overrides in Isser Dairaisa. So the Gemara answers, no. This is also just that most in Isser And Why? Kidarava, like Rava explains, Damarava. Devar Taira, Oyel Kol Sheyesh Bechalal Tefach. Midairaisa. If there is a Chalal Tefach, meaning there is an airspace of a Tefach between the dead body and then the roof, or in this case the top of the coffin, Chaytetz Bifnea Tuma, it stops the Tuma. Vishain Bechalal Tefach, and if it's not a Chalal Tefach, so it's called Tumar and it shoots forward and it'll pass through the roof. Most coffins, the dead body is not pressed up against the roof. So there is this Chalal Tefach that should stop the Tumah. So Midairaisa, we're not worried. But they were Geyser, even on the coffins that, that, uh, that have, that, that have, um, one second, that have the, Oh, yeah, sorry, right. They were goyzer on the ones that have a tefach separation because there are some that don't have a separation. But that's only exerid rabbanan. Again, this is only a chashash rabbanan. And because of the honor of kings, which is a, an element of kavod abrias, they weren't goyzer. So again, we've answered the same idea. Yeah, but if you yeah. go to cemetery like in, in, in Israel, they bury the So that, that might not be the same leniency then. Kavod abrias would not override then. L'chaira. There's nothing blocking it. No problem. Then Kohanim would not be allowed to cross that to greet Malchi Yisrael of Kavod Abrius. Tashma, let's bring a third raya. The Brisa says something very vague. It says, Godel Kavod Abrius, Shedaiches, Laisa Seisha Kavod Abrius is so powerful, it overrides negative commandments in the Torah. At this point, we're assuming it means all negative commandments. So the Gemara says, Hamai, why is that? Lemein Chachmavain Tuinavain Eitzel Neged Hashem. This is a raya that a kavod abrius inyan of giving someone the, the appropriate dignity overrides loisases in general. You see, it could override kilayim. So tirgemar rabba rav bar shiva kamed rav kahana beloved loisaser. Now rav bar shiva said it's talking about the loisase of loisaser. Loisaser yaminu small is the loisase in the Torah that empowers the rabbis when they make takanas that they have or rabbinic enactments is like Darius's status. So the Gemara says, that's what it's referring to. That can be relaxed because of Kavod Abrius. So the other rabbis there laughed at him. They mocked his answer. They said, But that's an Isser Dairaisa. means when they make enactments and it's based on Lysasser really, so then that's a real Isser Dairaisa. So you're coming out in the end that Kavod Abrius overrides Isserim Dairaisa. If a great person says something, don't laugh at him. Obviously, you misunderstood what he was saying. He's not talking about enactments that are really dairaisa. He means things that are like an asmachdan loisasser, meaning general rabbinic takanas, which are actually rabbinic in nature. Those things... They are rabbinic in nature, and therefore, when it comes to the honor of the person, the rabbanan allowed them, they allowed them to be relaxed, and Rashi gives two examples. But we're talking about rabbinic things. So the first example Rashi gives, where there's a rabbinic enactment that's relaxed because of Kavod Abrius, Rashi says is, 
It's based on a Gemara in Shabbos. Somebody who didn't set aside, they used to wipe themselves with rocks. They would clean themselves. They didn't set it aside before Shabbos in the Beis say you're allowed to collect some of them. Kovod Abrius, even though it's an Isidra Banan. And another one he says is, if a person sits his Torah in a simt, in a, in a Carmelis, excuse me, in a Carmelis, so a Carmelis is a place that is, uh, it's, it's not an Isidra Dairais of carrying. So in such a place, they didn't require him to remove it there and enter his house naked. They said he could keep it on and go into his house with it on still. Uh, they said that's not as, that it's not as severe. This is the point. The point is, there's two rabbinic enactments, which in the context of Leisasser, we're saying it means they're based on the general concept of Leisasser, but they're not really Dairaisa in nature. Those can be relaxed because of Kovod Abrius. Let's go to the fourth raya, Toshma. Pasuk tells us by Hashavas Avedah, Now, literally, it means you shall avert your eyes from them. You shall avoid them. So, what we deduce from this is, There are times that a person could avert his eyes from the Avedah, from the lost object, and not return it. And there are times you can't. Okay, so, so what are the examples you're allowed to avoid returning? Oh. So three examples. Number one, if he was a Kayan and it was in a Beisak forest. So there's an Isser of Tumah. Tara says, Beisalamta. Don't go return it. Meaning if the item was in a Beisak forest. Oh, and this is the classic example which we're going to focus on. If you had an older person, a respected person, and the item was something that it would be disrespectful for him to go stoop to return. This is also an interesting example. The amount of money he makes is far more significant than the value of this item. So if he would take off two hours from his job to return it, the returnee, the person he's returning it, would have to pay him back for his loss of work, and it's not worth it for that returnee because he'll end up having to pay back more than the value of the item. In all these cases, Terah says you could avoid it, meaning you don't have to return it. Amai, again, says the Gemara, why are you allowed to avoid it? It's Kavad Abrius, but In the case of Zakin you should say is that it's true, Kavad Abrius says he shouldn't return it, but there's a mitzvah to return it. How could you avoid it? You're not allowed to do that Isser of not returning. So it must be that uh, Kavad Abrius overrides an Isser Dairais. The Gemara answers, There's a special drasha. In general, there isn't the ability for uh, Isser to override uh, Kavad Abrius. Kavad Abrius to override an Isser. Here, the Torah says, His Kavad Abrius overrides that, that uh, mitzvah. Says the Gemara of Eligmarmina. Okay, but once you're saying that's a Mekar, that Kavad that, Abrius that, uh, overrides Isurim, so maybe by Kilayim it should be the same. So the Gemara answers, We don't learn Isser from Mamun. This is a monetary issue, not returning his object. Kilayim is an Isser. Isser could be more severe, and therefore you can't deduce one from the other. Final Raya, Tashma, fourth, fifth proof. Now this, Rashi explains the backstory to this. There's the Psukim in the Parsha of Nazir. It's in Parsha's Naso. So it says over there, Nazir's not allowed to become Tamid to anybody. And then it emphasizes his father, his mother, his brother, and his sister. So the Gemara in Nazir goes through each of those words teaches us a special halacha as it relates to Mace Mitzvah, actually. Uh, father teaches us that Nazir is not allowed to become Tami to his father, but he is allowed to become Tami to a Mace Mitzvah. Now she quotes the whole thing here, the whole b'risa here. Emo teaches us that even if it was a Nazir who was a Kohen, he'd be allowed to become Tami to a Mace Mitzvah. Achiv, his brother, teaches us even if he was a Kohen Godel and a Nazir, he'd be allowed to become Tami to a Mace Mitzvah. The end of the b'risa is what we're about to quote is what about Achaisa? What does that last part of the Pasuk teach us? So Tashma. 
What does that teach us? If somebody was going to Shecht Korban Pesach, or to circumcise his son. Now these are mitzvahs say that have kares. They're very strong mitzvahs. Right. And then he heard that his relative passed away. You might say that he should not do the mitzvah of Korban Pesach and he should engage in the tumah of his relative. Therefore the Pasuk says the Nazar is not allowed to become Tameh. Meaning to say is that in this scenario, he shouldn't become Tameh, rather he should do the Korban Pesach. You might say, just like he does not become Tameh to the relative in this scenario, maybe also if he saw a Mes Mitzvah, therefore it says, specifically his relative, his sister, he doesn't become Tameh, turning to Chofim Aleph, but he would become Tameh to a Mes Mitzvah. Now why does he become Tameh to a Mes Mitzvah? It's Kavad Abrius. We have value for the dignity of the dead. It's Kavad Abrius. So you see, says the Gemara, You see the Kavad Abrius of dealing with the Mes Mitzvah overrides the uh, the Mitzvah that he's about to engage in, which is uh, Korban Pesach or Bris Mila. So you see that the the mitzvah of, which is Krisos even, it's a very strong mitzvah, a powerful mitzvah, Kavad Abrius overrides Yisura. So the Gemara answers, and this is the Yisoy we mentioned in the beginning, which is Shani Hasim, it's different in this case. No, it's different in this case, because again, there's a special drusha that says you engage in the Mes Mitzvah, you disregard the other mitzvah of Korban Pesach or Mila. So again, Vilig Marmina, so why can't we derive from this to Kilayim also? So this is a very important Rashi over here. If you'd like to see this. Rashi goes through and he says like this. What's Sheval Tasa? It means the rabbis are telling you, what are they telling you to do? Engage in the Mes Mitzvah and don't do Karban Pesach. Don't do Bris Mila. You're not actively doing an Isser, but the Kovat Abrius is allowing you to say, the rabbis can say, step back and don't do anything. So in such a scenario, they do have the ability to utilize Kavod Abrius to override a mitzvah. But in the case of Kilayim, you would be actively transgressing by wearing Kilayim constantly. There, Kavod Abrius does not allow such an Isser. Now it's Kedai to go through this Rashi. If we, we have a few minutes, we might as well. So Rashi says, Sheva al-Taseshani. Says Rashi, So they were allowed to be Iker certain things as a, as a uh, boundary or because of Kavod Abrius, where you're not uprooting an Isser actively with your hands. Rather, you're sitting in your place. The mitzvah is being uprooted by itself. Classic examples. The rabbis say, Step back. Okay, this is talking about something else. With the but to uproot a mitzvah actively, they would not utilize Kavod Abrius or other heterim, that would be problematic. But if someone wears kilayim, granted there's a uh, Kavod Abrius going on, but that's an Akira, they're uprooting the Isser, that would be problematic. Now the, the Rashi goes on to explain some of the other examples and how it ties in. But wait a second. We said that the Torah allows, as we said from the earlier Pesukim by Nazir, a Kohen or a Nazir to become Tameh Tameh's Mitzvah. That's Akira B'yadayim. You're actively becoming Tameh 
because of Kavod Abrius. So the Yisila Chayra, the rabbis, are uprooting something using Kavod Abrius, which is the Isser of Tumah, to come Akar Biyadayim. So he says a very interesting Chiddush. That's true. It doesn't make a difference. I mean, we're utilizing that idea of Kavod Abrius. You're not allowed to utilize it to uproot. L'chari, you're uprooting the Isser. You're overriding actively the Isser Dairaisa of becoming Tame for a Kohen. Or, or Nazir. Mepnei Kavod Abrius delav Sheval Tase. L'chari, that's not Sheval Tase. So Hainu Taimli, this is a very interesting Chiddush. He says, that we can't deduce from there the idea by Kilayim, it should be Mutter too. It's not covered abrius that's overriding its Originally, when the Isser of the Torah says, Kohen can't become Tameh, Nazar can't become Tameh, it's interesting Chiddush. It's not referring to a case of Mes Mitzvah, meaning where the Torah says a Kohen can't become Tameh, that means a Kohen can't become... As opposed to, by the way, he could become tummy to his mother or father. It means it wasn't referring to a situation of mother or father. Similarly, it wasn't referring to a story of mes mitzvah. Just like on relatives. Right. That's the point. So therefore, the Torah wasn't referring to that. You're not being like you're in the first place. That mitzvah. And Korban Pesach was said to all the Jewish people. And by Kavod Abrias, it's able to be pushed off. The, the way it works is, as long as it's not active, rather, by sitting back, the mitzvah falls away. Whatever. The point is that that's the site of Rashi. So actually, there's three points here. The Rabbanan are allowed to utilize Kavod Abrias to say, which means sit back and don't perform a mitzvah. They're not going to say you can utilize Kavod Abrius to override actively a mitzvah. And there's even examples where it appears to be an override active, but the pshat is, it doesn't apply in those situations, i.e., the Kohen was never commanded to not become Tami to a mes mitzvah. Mela, there's no Isser on that. The Isser doesn't even start. All right, we'll stop here. Israel shall pick up uh, the top of Chafmar Aleph. Take it off, exactly. That would be the Psaq Halacha, I mean, that's what comes out from this Gemara, at least. And uh, that's interesting, Chiddush. Okay. You say don't, yeah? All right. Is Hashem will stop here. I'll pick up with Chaf Moral tomorrow. Everyone have a wonderful day.